Okay, we're recording. Um, um hi. Hey. Welcome to Creeps and Crime Storytime. My name is Charlie. My name is Sophie. And we're going to be telling you another story today. Um, are you ready? I am absolutely ready. Because I yeah. haven't told Sophie what this is. Once again, this is a total surprise. Yeah. Um, and this is just going to be a single parter. Ooh. This time. Okay. So... We're not going to be doing like little breaks and stuff. No. This is just going to be like one. We're going to go through it. And I don't I'm have to wait another week. You don't have to wait another week. I'm going to gonna just tell you everything today. right now. Oh, I'm hyped. <sighs> Shall we get right into it? Yes. Let's do it. So this story is the most recent case that we've covered so far. Ooh, We're going to wow. be discussing the story of Bianca Devins. Don't know that name. You don't? Okay, don't. this is interesting. I've been under a rock. <laughs> you only need to go back to 2019. Holy shit, no. Yeah, no 2019. Way. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay, so before COVID, like just about before COVID. Like just we... pre-COVID. Wow. Um, Bianca was born on the 2nd of October 2001. <gasps> she's a baby. So she's, literally oh. my next line is, so she's still only a baby. <laughs> She was born in Utica, New York, and she lived there for her whole life. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, Bianca's dad left the family when she was very young. And when she was nine years old, she started to experience separation anxiety when she went to school, being apart from her mom. Um, And things didn't get any easier for Bianca as she got older. So, like a lot of us, Bianca struggled with mental illness, Mm -hmm. and she began to go in and out of hospital for multiple years as a teenager. Oh, she was diagnosed with depression, anxiety, PTSD and borderline personality disorder. That's a lot. It's a lot as a teenager. In a very short space of time. Yeah, yeah. that's a lot. Very overwhelming. Yeah, I can least. only imagine yeah. how overwhelming. Um, she had trouble making friends and felt as though she didn't really fit in anywhere. I want to give her a big hug. I do. I want to give her a big hug and say, we're friends. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, she... She just sounded really fucking nice. Like, everything I've read about her, she just sounds decent as fuck. She sounds lovely. Yeah. Um, she found it was much easier to, to talk to people online than in real life. I get that. Which, I get that. Mm-hmm. It's true. And she began to spend more and more time in online communities such as Instagram and 4chan. Oh! Yeah. 4chan was still going in 2000. And I, I mean, 4chan is still yeah. going now. I used to spend a lot of time on 4chan. Yeah, like, but not recently, like way back. Or is it still just like? Oh no, no, no! Yeah. It's still, it's still huge. Ooh. Yeah, I just well, don't all the different Yeah, yeah, like all of it. Oh, because I just went on the cosplay and the no sleep boards. <laughs> yeah, I went like, on. I went on EGL and I also did oh, God, go yeah, on EGL. Yeah, EGL <gasps> and oh no, was it CGL? Yeah, CGL cosplay gothic Lolita. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, so I went on. We went on CGL and I also went on B a lot. Which was just the random board and people literally posted fucking anything. It was so random. It was, yeah, I spent a lot of time on B. Um, (laughs) Anyway, um, that's been replaced with Reddit now. I spend all of my time on Reddit. Yeah, Yeah, you're fucking scrolling Reddit. (laughs) Hey, Charlie, let's hang out. And she's like, okay, scrolling. I just want to, like, eat your phone. Look, (laughs) there's always something interesting to read about. That's anyway, true. let's change the subject. Yes. So Bianca loved to paint and draw, and she enjoyed sharing her artwork with those around her in her online spaces. We love fellow creatures. I've seen a couple of things that she's painted, and she's, she was really good. Oh. She was really good. I'll show you some. I'll put some mm. of her work on the gram. She's very talented. Mm-hmm. Um, she was so charismatic, pretty, and naturally charming that she did gather quite an online following. Oh. A Rolling Stone article dis- 
describes this as a, quote, small following, end quote. But she had over 70,000 followers. Wow, that's not small. That's this is what I mean. I wouldn't decent. describe that as a small following. Especially for someone so young. Yeah. That's we are unfortunately talking about Bianca because something terrible happened to her, mm-hmm. which I'm sure you've gathered. Um, yes. And since the awful incident that happened in 2019, her Instagram account has doubled in size with over 155,000 followers today. That gave me chills on my legs. Yeah. It isn't the first time that tragedy has made somebody famous, and it won't be the last. Bianca's style was very much the e-girl type aesthetic. Oh, okay. So she was cool as fuck, yeah. also. She was a bit soft goth, a little oh, edgy, you know, kind of what I mean. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, it suited her really well, and it definitely went hand in hand with her artistic streak. Ooh, so like she was really fucking cool. Yeah. In February of 2019... 17-year-old Bianca returned home after a long stint in the hospital and her mum, Kim Devins, thought that she seemed to be doing much better. That's good. And she was. Mm. So Bianca had been able to find motivation and drive and she told her excited mother how she wanted to go to community college to study psychology and also to try and get into modelling. Which, this was a big deal for Bianca, who often struggled to find a direction she wanted her life to take. Mm. And now she was actually planning... Yeah. So this was a huge step forward for her. And just she's talking about the plans. Exactly. So just yeah. in and of itself, this was a huge deal. Definitely. Um, I'm rooting for her. I'm rooting for her at this point. Like, <sighs> I think everyone is rooting for her at this point. And that's why this is so tragic, because everything... She'd struggled with a lot. Mm-hmm. And everything seemed like it was going really well all of a sudden. Yeah. <sighs> and then it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... A couple of months later, in May of 2019, okay. she met a guy called Brandon Clark. Brandon was 21 years old, mm. and he worked as a Lyft driver. He messaged Bianca on Instagram, and because she is such a nice, sweet, and friendly person, oh, she no. messaged him back. Yeah, so, like we said earlier, Bianca was much more confident online, and had no trouble having conversations with strangers who were kind to her. Mm-hmm. This is a trait that predators often take advantage of. And unfortunately, this is no different. Is Brandon a scrub? Yes, he oh, is. Okay. Um. Yeah, just just prepare yourself to not like Brandon. All right, the Lyft driver. Yeah, you what don't like him. That is like Uber. Oh, I thought you meant like actual lifts, like in buildings. Oh like, <laughs> no, that would be much cooler. No, no, no. <laughs> Lyft is an L Y F T, like life. Yes. Oh, this is America. Yeah. Yeah. So Lyft, they have Lyft, Lyft that. Oh. Yeah. No, he's like gotcha. a lifed driver. <laughs> lifed. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm with you now. You, you're page. with it. You're on the page. Um, 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 where am I up to? Fuck. Yeah, a couple of her online friends have talked in interviews about how willing Bianca was to lend an ear to a stranger who wanted to talk. Because mm-hmm. she's really fucking nice. Yeah. She I mean, just, like, I've done that honestly, as I was, me it's, too, like, as I was researching this, I was just thinking, God, she was such a fucking solid person. She mm. was such a good person. She seems so, 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 so yeah. genuine. Yeah. And it's like, especially someone who's struggled so much and is so young mm-hmm. and is so talented. Yeah. And it's like, fuck this guy. It feels like she's so willing to give things back in a really humble way. Yeah. Like, and just really uh, gently. She's not making a massive show of it either. No. She's just naturally that yeah. way inclined to be kind to others. Exactly. In an interview with Rolling Stone, mm-hmm. one of her online friends, a 20-year-old from Discord who met Bianca in 2016, mm-hmm. said, quote, She was a very sweet person, very caring. She always tried to make people feel good, feel loved. 
helped them when they were down, even if she was going through her own shit, end quote. And that literally, that quote there just sums up kind of how everyone felt about her. Like, mm. all of her online buddies, her family, that's the kind of thing that everyone thought of her. Yeah, She was just a really thoughtful person who didn't want people to feel as shitty as she did. Mm-hmm. That was it. That's literally it. That is... Someone that's that has those traits are really hard to come by these days. I think so. And people yeah. that are like that should be, like, treasured. Yeah, they are. Like, people gem. like that should be taken care of. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Brandon. Yes. Bianca and Brandon struck up a friendship. So lots of men were sweet to Bianca because she was fucking gorgeous. Yeah. She was. She was. Yeah. I mean, she was only 17, so she was a bit young to be getting, like, attention from men. But she did because mm. she was gorgeous and nice. Yeah. But there must have been something about Brandon that made her feel good or safe or yeah. something. There must have been Some something. kind of comfortable. Yeah, there must have been something that made her feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, but so who is this 21-year-old who went by the Instagram handle Yes Juliet? Well, let's take a look at who Brandon is. Yeah. So Brandon was born on October 6th, 1997. So like I said before, he's only 21. So he's not exactly like old. No, he's, he's not like, old. I don't think 21 years old is very old. You don't know shit at 21. No, you're still like, what am I doing in life? Yeah, you're, no. you're basically... Most people at 21 years old are just barely not teenagers anymore. Yeah, the beginning to myself. I mean, I feel like I'm showing my age. <laughs> you mean like physically? Or no, like, I mean like, like, like in my opinions. <laughs> in my opinions of people who are 21 years old, I feel like I'm revealing how old I am. Uh, um, yes. Because, yeah, I'm just like, oh, they're so young. And, and they you don't do know anything. Things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't um, know. So, like Bianca, he did have some family issues growing up, which affected his later life and behaviour. Mm-hmm. However, while Bianca's childhood problems presented themselves in a way which was not dangerous to others, uh-huh. Brandon seems to be the opposite. He set fires... Not that I know of, actually. I couldn't find anything about him setting fires. Mm. But Brandon's father... Now, Bianca's father left when she was nine. Yeah. No, left when she was younger, and then when she was nine, she had separation anxiety. But Mm. Brandon's father stayed around, but he was very abusive and very controlling. He took his anger out on his wife, Brandon's mother, and often became violent in front of the young boy. Mm Mm-hmm. This violent and threatening behaviour came to a head one night when Brandon was only 12 years old. Mm. His father took a knife and held his mother hostage in their house for 10 hours. That's a long time. So this 12-year-old little boy is stuck with the dad that, like, beats his mum in front of him. And he's got a big fucking knife and he's holding this woman at knife point for 10 hours. Ten hours being trapped with your violent, psychotic father holding mm. a knife. I cannot imagine how terrifying those ten hours must have been. It must have felt like a whole lifetime. Yeah, like, I'm sat here now and I literally just went stock still. Yeah, like, to that's... To sure I would be safe. And yeah. just hearing Like, this. so Brandon's father believed that she had been unfaithful. Oh, God. And in his twisted head, that was enough of a justification to put his family through that. I'm disgusting. Yeah. So this thankfully did leave to the father being arrested and he did serve time in prison for this. Unfortunately for Brandon, after this event, his mother was also imprisoned for just unrelated charges, just like random shit that she did. She ended up getting thrown in the slammer. Um, So the 12-year-old Brandon had nowhere to go and he ended up being placed in foster care. 
foster care is not the best. Not always. Sometimes, because sometimes foster parents really can be like real great, but then sometimes it can be real bad. Yeah, it can so, somehow get worse for them. Yeah, so I don't really know much about what Brandon's foster family was like, but I do mm. know what he was like. So as a teenager, Brandon became what we might know in the scene as a yeah. basement dweller. Oh God! Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Sophie and okay. I have been in the nerd scene for quite a number of years. Couple of decades. Couple yeah. of de- not <laughs> almost. Yeah. <laughs> and basically, yeah. So he's basically a fucking basement dweller. This he's like an, a little otaku basement dweller. Yeah. He spent a lot of time reading manga and playing Japanese video games, which so have I. Yeah. That doesn't We've make you a basement it. dweller. But you know, I let's be honest. Both of us have done that too. However, mm-hmm. however, Brandon let that become his whole identity he was obsessed with manga and as he got a little older that begin to that sort of obsession with manga began to translate into actual girls so personally i think he probably just watched a bit too much hentai yeah probably and thought that girls actually behave like that in real life exactly okay um, by the time we catch up to our story in 2019, when he met Bianca, mm. his obsessive behaviour was focused on her. Ugh. I yeah. don't... Did you say fixed or focused? Focused. Oof. I mean, both the same. Yeah. Um, not only did he strike up a conversation with her and get close enough to call her his friend, he also checked her Instagram page religiously for new photos, screenshotted all of his conversations with her, searched online for, like, searching her online multiple times throughout the day to see if yeah. she'd posted on 4chan or Discord. He's very insecure. Very. Very yeah. insecure. Jesus. So it turned out that Bianca and Brandon didn't live that far apart from one another. I think that makes this worse. I th- yeah, me too. Because it'll be easier for him to find her at any given time moment. he feels like. Yep. Yeah. Um, by the time we get to summer, he came to her house and he was already familiar with Bianca's family. Mm. The two had grown pretty close, to be honest. Okay. Uh, Bianca's sister even referred to him as, quote, a close family friend. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So he really... He really got there. into the family. And honestly, like, her mom, her sister Olivia, everyone just thought of him as just being a nice... Literally a friend of the family. Oh, I hate that when yeah. he's so well disguised. He was clearly mm. trusted. Yeah. So Bianca's mother liked him, and she said in in she said in an interview <laughs> with CBS News, "quote When Brandon came around, and he came pretty often, he looked just like a goofy nerdy boy next door." End quote. So he got them in the habit of being used to seeing him around. Yes. Okay. Um, but it did seem as though he genuinely wanted to spend time with him. It wasn't like mm. I don't think. From the whole time he met her, he had this specific plan. Yeah. I think he had a plan that he wanted to happen. It didn't go the way he wanted it to happen, so he did a different plan. Yeah, I reckon something got skewed along the way, but he had that constant... She's at the focal point of oh, my yeah. life. Very much, very me. much. Um, but yeah, he came to visit frequently to spend time with Bianca and her family, and they all got along really well. Bianca was graduating high school, and she invited her new friend Brandon to the graduation party. That's really sweet. There are pictures of this day, and we'll put one on the gram. It's a very cute day. Bianca is wearing a pretty yellow dress, and Brandon is wearing a baseball cap and glasses, and the two have got their (laughs) arms around each other, and they're smiling. That sounds sweet if If, they're happy. If you'd never heard this story before, and you saw this picture, you'd just think it was a really sweet picture of two young friends. Yeah. Like, you actually would. If you had no context whatsoever. No context. When you saw this picture, you'd be like, aww. What's we high school buddies? You'd be like, oh, that's really cute. Yeah. Oh, but wait, he's 21. 
Yeah. Oh, now, <laughs> some sources online say that Brandon and Bianca dated briefly, but I can't find anything from anyone who actually knew Bianca properly mm. who says this. Yeah. From accounts by Bianca's family, the two really were just friends. However, that doesn't mean that Brandon was satisfied with that. Whether or not the two had ever experienced moments of more than friendship is really none of our business. Mm -hmm. But Bianca had stated repeatedly that she was not in any kind of exclusive or serious relationship with anyone. She wasn't interested in dating right now, preferring to focus more on her upcoming community college psychology degree. That's fair. I yeah. mean, don't put relationships before your education. Exactly. So, I mean, she... I think from the accounts I've read, she definitely considered Brandon a very close friend. Mm. I think the two of them did have some sort of, like, intimacy, but it wasn't serious. No. It was very chilled out, very relaxed, mm -hmm. very, like, non-exclusive, we're just friends kind of yeah. thing. Um, but yeah, they definitely weren't in a relationship. No. So at the graduation party, he kept introducing himself to people as Bianca's boyfriend. Get out. <laughs> her face she was so like yeah, over it no like i hadn't even finished Christ. my sentence and her no. face was like oh there's like no this fucking no, guy no patience for this dweeb so bianca actually had to correct him each time and he kept I'm doing glad it she did that so yeah she did so I she didn't take her. no shit so good, he was like good. oh hi my name is brandon i'm bianca's boyfriend and she'd be like no he's not my boyfriend that reminds but me then of the, he'd the keep like no you're my cousin <laughs> but like she would do it once and they'd have that conversation but then when he introduced himself to someone new it would be the same thing again and she'd have to keep doing it he didn't like stop he's stupid he's have you dyed your stupid. hair yeah i've just noticed thank you do anyway you like <laughs> yeah that's good anyway um but yeah so this wasn't the first time this had happened either so it's not as if oh. he just did the graduation party no. and it was like this is a thing he's decided to do mm -hmm. other social events they'd attended together he would tell people that they were an item and again and again bianca would have to remind him that this wasn't true they were just friends maybe brandon believed in the power of manifestation and he thought that if he manifested it enough no. by repeating it I'll out loud what he believed in what he had the power of anime on his side oh my god that's what I it have is the power of god she is my girlfriend if my side. Dream about her enough you know yep. totally. yeah but yeah so he was he just thought if he repeated it over and over again she would eventually realize how good he was for her and maybe he really just believed in that I think someone should get a lift with him, right? Yeah. But then give him a dress that doesn't exist. And then leave him there. I don't follow. I'm going to cut that out. I don't get it. <laughs> but why would he need get a him dress? To drive himself out and a dress. <laughs> what? He said a dress. Take a dress. I mean, That's why I'm just so confused. You want to bury him in a dress? I really thought, I thought you said get a lift with him. And a and dress. dress. <laughs> no, you know. I was like, like, I really don't just... know where this is going. <laughs> I was like, hello. I might not cut this out actually because it's quite yeah, funny. Yeah, go for it. Keep it. It's a good bit. It's a good bit. Oh, okay, have it on it's a mug. My a dress? No, on a dress. <laughs> no, that's. <laughs> if we do ever get merch, it's going to be good. Anyway, um, so some people online who are friends with Bianca referred to Brandon as quote an orbiter. For those who don't know what an orbiter is, because I wasn't sure when I started reading this, I think yeah. it's quite like a new trendy word amongst Ooh. like the young people. Oh, that's fun. Um, although the clue is kind of in the name. Yeah. So an orbiter is someone who literally orbits another person. Like a moon around the planet. Like moon. <laughs> <laughs> but not like with powers. 
Yeah, of course not. He no, is, he's not got moon powers. He's a um, dog. No moon prison power for this guy. Mm-hmm. So an orbiter is someone who lurks around someone without being able to get that close. Mm-hmm. A typical orbiter of a pretty young girl online is an older man. And although Brandon was only four years older than Bianca, he was an adult while she was still a minor. Mm-hmm. So, despite the fact that she knew him in real life after talking first online, lots of people still classed him as an orbiter, someone who was trying to get closer to Bianca, constantly orbiting her without being able to get as close as he desperately wanted to. Definitely. And in some way, that is definitely true. Mm-hmm. Because as much as she had blessed him with her genuine friendship in person, mm. that was not enough for him. No. He wanted more. It wasn't enough for him to just be around her, for him to be just her friend. He wasn't satisfied because he didn't have her. I kind of get the feeling that if even if she was going to give him like romantic things and, you know, escalate the friendship into a relationship, it still would never leave him fulfilled. He'd still then expect more and then more and then more from her. Maybe? He just feels it like could be. I mean, I, I think that me. he had this very much like anime fantasy yeah, of definitely. her being like his kawaii little wife or what it little, yeah. like little waifu, little waifu. Yeah. yeah and she didn't want to be anyone's kawaii little waifu she wanted no. to go off and get her degree yeah. and be an artist and a psychologist and a badass yeah and he didn't want her to do that because he wanted a waifu I know, I yeah. know. Am I rolling? Like, She's I roll so hard. I thought we were gonna get really, stuck. Like, snapped. In the <laughs> just so fucking. Dumb. So I really do think that he should have just got himself an anime body pillow and made do with that. Yeah. Once again, we find ourselves drifting into insult territory. Mm-hmm. So we've been here far too often lately. But there are just so many instances of women getting killed by men. Because the guy can't get what he wants. Yeah, and they need a reality check that they never get. Exactly, but this it. It keeps happening. Mm-hmm. It doesn't stop happening. And even in this case, Bianca considered Brandon her friend, her close friend. He hung out with her family. I guess what makes it more frustrating. He went to her graduation party, but it wasn't enough because he didn't have enough of her. Yeah, he's just greedy. So it wasn't long after her graduation party when the worst happened. I don't know what. She wanted to go to a concert, and it would be her first concert without her mum supervising her. So it was a pretty big deal. It was a big deal. However, Brandon was going to be driving her to and from the concert, so she would be safe. And with someone the whole time. Mm -hmm. So her mum, Kim, spoke to CBS News about this, and she said, quote, I took a little comfort in knowing that she would be with Brandon because I trusted him, end quote. Mm. This is just fucking heartbreaking. I hate this. Yeah. Like, imagine your daughter going off to a concert with her friend and Mm -hmm. you give that encounter your blessing because you trust this guy Mm -hmm. and it all goes wrong i can't imagine that would you you would never get over that the guilt would would be Horny really? for the rest of your life. It would definitely even though you wouldn't stop. Even though yourself. she didn't do anything wrong. No, not she at did all, nothing at all. wrong. Like no like Bianca and her family didn't do anything wrong. They mm. got manipulated and taken advantage of by a predator. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, it's just so horrific. There's 
no way that anyone could have known what was going to happen because literally no, according no. to everyone he just seemed harmless and a little bit silly so she must have gone through a whole lot of guilt trying to wrap her head around letting her go yeah that would really really fuck you up yeah because you you've seen the things she's been through and she's come out of it so well yeah and she's planning things she's talked about plans she's growing she got through graduation fine yeah and now she's going to her first concert Great. It's like everything's everything's lining up. Everything's yes. she's doing things. There's a lot of self growth. Yeah. On the 14th of July, Bianca and Brandon drove the 250 miles from upstate New York to Queens to go and see Nicole Dolanganger. I don't know if I've said that right. It could be Nicole Dolanganger, but I yeah. think it's Ganga. I don't know. I haven't heard of her before this, so I gave her mm. music a listen. Yeah. And it's been described as lo-fi. And I kind of mm. I kind of get it. Yeah. But I don't think it's lo-fi. It's oh, kind of not. Yeah. So it's very, like, soft. And her vocals mm. are, like, super high-pitched. Ooh. And her music has got this, like, dreamy but kind of sad quality to it. Oh, I can nice. definitely see why Bianca liked it. And her, like, this music definitely fits the aesthetic that Bianca was posting online. I was going to say, it sounds like it'd be nice. it'd be nice to paint to. I think you'd... Maybe you'd like it. I don't know. You should listen to it after we're You should listen to it. Thank you, Bianca. But it definitely fits with the vibe that Bianca had online. Like, Ooh, like, like I'll show you some of Bianca's pictures after we're done with this, yeah. and you'll totally see what I mean. You'll totally get it. So they made the four and a bit hour drive and got to the concert, yeah. and there they met up with another of Bianca's friends called Alex, who's a guy, not a girl, Alex. Okay. And the three hung out a bit and smoked some weed. During the show, oh. Bianca and Alex actually got pretty close, and at one point they shared a kiss. Brandon was oh, no. not happy about this his alleged waifu's team on him his waifu oops has kissed a guy that she wanted to kiss yeah oh no (laughs) (laughs) bianca and brandon left the (laughs) show that's really (laughs) so bianca and brandon left the show and started the drive back to utica at about 10 p.m Bianca was messaging people on the way back home. Her Discord inbox shows that she was chatting with friends. And Brandon was the subject matter of these conversations. So is Brandon driving? Yes. He's probably, like, white-knuckling at the wheel. (laughs) He's white-knuckling. She didn't kiss me. She just crashed the car. (laughs) So she confided in her friends that she and Alex had indeed kissed and held hands. In one message, she says that Brandon was, quote, so mad about it. (laughs) Good. (laughs) I hope he pissed himself. I hope he pissed himself. (laughs) So the last message that she sent was 5.47am. Wow. That was the last message. I don't want it to be. I know. I don't want it to be either. This is terrible. So nobody heard anything from either of them until 6.40am. This next bit is very hard to hear, so skip ahead if you don't want to hear details that you might find disturbing. Because this just goes from not to 100 real fast. So okay. you are not going to have a good time. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> else has the ability to skip, but you do not. No Enjoy skipping skip. for you. Bye. So at 6.40am, Brandon posted an image to the servers that the two frequented on Discord. The photo was of Bianca lying in the backseat of Brandon's car and she appeared to be deceased. Wow. Okay. There is an enormous gash in her neck. And it's clear that she has lost a lot of blood. He posted this image in multiple places on Discord. And one was accompanied by the caption, quote, Sorry fuckers, you're going to have to find someone else to orbit. End quote. Oh, for fuck's sake. This fucking piece of trash. Trash is too good and trash. This guy is yeah. like the 
shittiest it's like a, shit. A dusty dog shit. Yeah, with flies on it. At the bottom of the bin. At the you bottom. can't scrape off. <laughs> That's a good insult. But yeah, this this guy, I I hate him. I knew End you of, would. I knew you'd hate him. Yeah. But there is more. So, at first, people knowing Brandon and Bianca's playful nature were hoping it was a joke or a hoax. Yeah. But the more that people viewed the image, the more Mm -hmm. they began to realise that it did look incredibly realistic. Mm -hmm. People also hoped that the picture was not her, with one of her online friends telling the Rolling Stone, quote, I didn't believe it at first. I thought it was a fake or a lookalike. Then I started comparing her distinct facial features after Mm -hmm. I realised, holy shit, this might be her, end quote. He also posted pictures to his Instagram story and Snapchat. One photo was of the road ahead of him as he drove, with the caption, quote, Here comes hell. It's redemption, right? End quote. He's so... He's, he's trying to be edgy after he's just murdered someone. Yeah, so no he's right just being a grotty little edgelord. He's still in his little um, anime shit for brain life. Yeah, he really... I can't be Yeah, I, I fucking know. It. He's such a piece of shit. He's stupid. Um, a second photo showed Bianca's body lying on the ground outside underneath a green sheet. I've seen a source from the trial that okay. this is Bian- that no, that this is Brandon's childhood blanket. Although, to be honest, it does look a bit too big to be a childhood blanket. It more closely yeah. resembles a large dark green bed sheet. Oh, okay. Her shoes, a pair of black high top vans are placed on top of her along with her phone and what looks like a small black bag. His free hand that isn't holding his phone is outstretched in front of him, covered in Bianca's blood. The caption on the photo reads, I'm sorry, Bianca. Okay, real. He's not sorry. He's... He's not sorry. Garbage. Is he giving it a fucking thumbs up? No, no, no. He's just holding his, his hand, hand like out. this, and it's got blood on it. Oh, and he's like, like, like he's distance. taking the photo like this, and then in the background you can see Bianca on the floor with a sheet on. What does that achieve? He's literally just showing... Yeah. what he's done because he's proud of himself and that he's like look at what he's i did of it. Yeah. yeah and he wants everyone to know that like he did that that he did that and that if he could only orbit her then nobody else will be able to orbit her yeah. and that he is the only one that can do it mm-hmm. <sighs> she will never be exclusive to him in any manner whatsoever no. so the third photo posted was a selfie taken from his chin down so yeah. like a body selfie from like here oh, no. you can see either yeah. I can't tell if it's a, a large scratch on the side of his face or a trail of blood that dripped down. Ooh, I don't okay. know which one it is. So hopefully it's a fucking scratch and she took a chunk out of him. Well, I don't I know. So. Um, in his free hand hanging by his side, you can see a large black knife. Ooh. That's it's, creepy. Yeah. That's creepy. The caption like reads, that. quote, thanks to everybody who was good to me. I'll miss you all, end quote. Does he stab himself in the head? I'm not telling you yet. You have to wait. We can't hope. So the pe- it would be hard to stab yourself in the head. Your skull's very thick. You could do it. I mean, I if you got the him. right point, the little soft bits there, you could, if you really didn't hesitate, yeah. you could cause some damage, but it would be quite difficult to stab yourself in the head. I'll give him a chance. <laughs> <laughs> You're okay. so good. You're so thoughtful. <laughs> so the people who had seen the first photo on Discord were coming together to try and find out what was going on mm. because people were like, what the fuck? Yeah, when you see something like that, you really want to debunk it as much as you can. Yeah, you want to look for the inconsistencies. Mm-hmm. But people that knew her and people that had seen her were like comparing the photos that she posted on her Instagram of this photo and they were looking at the face and they were like, yeah. fuck, 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 fuck. This looks fucking not. real. Yeah. 
Um, multiple people called the police to report the photos and their fear for Bianca's safety. Yeah. And people as well took screenshots of the Snapchat and Instagram stories to send to the police because obviously Good. they Especially disappear. Especially with Snapchat. Yeah, yeah. so because they disappear. Back so then. people were taking screen Back then, 2019. It still does. Um, but yeah, people were like taking screenshots and trying to fully detective this shit because they were mm. like, fuck, something's going wrong. Yeah. Um, and a couple of users also tried to narrow down Brandon's location using a mapping feature on Snapchat. So people Very were useful. really like detectiving this. Yeah. Officers went to Bianca's house and spoke to her mom, Kim. They did not show her the photo that had been sent to them. Fair enough. But they did ask her to try and get hold of Bianca as they were concerned that something had happened to her. Mm. So Bianca's mom thought that Bianca must be safe because she was with Brandon. Yeah. So in an interview with CBS News, she said, quote, It didn't make sense to me. I remember just being very confused that they were saying that Brandon may have hurt her. It didn't make sense that he would have hurt her. I really hate that he's played on all of their trust. I hate it so just much. So he can do this. I mean, I really do think that like before this happened, mm. he didn't have I don't think he had terrible intentions from the start. Yeah, I don't think I think, think if I think if everything had gone his way mm-hmm. and Bianca had been had wanted to be his perfect little waifu, yeah. he would never have done this. No. But it's it's not his fucking place. No, and it's more unsettling that this was in him somewhere. Something just triggered it. Yeah, the fact that this was an option. Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, so he could have been, like, quiet and passive and caring and whatever for his whole life, but the fact Mm -hmm. that this was a possibility for him that was lurking in there. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I hate him. At this point... hmm? It's very Hermione. Thank you. I hate him. I hate him. There must be a thousand keys. There must be a thousand (laughs) keys. So at this point, Brandon himself... I've just realised that in my script I've mistyped it and called him Brando. (laughs) Brando. I missed off the end. Brando's too cool So at this point, Brando himself (laughs) called 911. So when the dispatcher picked up the call, he said, quote, My name is Brandon. The victim is Bianca Michelle Devins. I'm going to kill myself. I'm not going to stay on the phone for long because I still need to do the suicide part of the murder-suicide, end quote. Oh my god, you can do that bit. And you like, could have done the suicide part first. Yeah, and just like, before you call them. Yeah. You know? No, no, I mean, like, he could have done the suicide bit before the murder bit. Oh, He yeah, could have absolutely. killed himself. He can and just then, kill himself. like, Bianca, right. you know, would have been fine. Lived a better life. Lived a... Yeah, lived. just fucking... Uh. So while the officers were at the Devin's house, they received mm-hmm. messages on their radios from dispatch. Brandon oh. was going to fucking kill himself. Mm-hmm. Time was running out. Yeah. So Brandon directed them to a dead-end road just 10 minutes' drive from Bianca's used car home. Mm. 10 minutes drive they were 10 minutes away so he's not leading them to like a wrong place no okay he's leading them to where they are and it was 10 minutes away from bianca's house that's even more heartbreaking she was so close to getting home mm-hmm. but the uh, you'll mm, i'll get to it i'll get to it there's just oh <laughs> okay. uh, there's just bits i'll get there okay yeah. when officers arrived they saw brandon standing next to bianca's body he had spray-painted the words, May You Never Forget Me, on the ground next to her. And a song was playing in the background of a speaker that he had set up. Sophie's face. So Are you okay? I imagine him to be, like, spray-painting on sand dirt. No, 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 it's, like, tarmac. So it's a dead-end road. Oh, tarmac, okay. It's, like, it looks like the surrounding area is a bit, like, woody. Okay. And a bit, like, overgrown and foresty. But this yeah. is, like... 
it's kind of like what you would imagine like a dirt road going down into the woods and they're just stopping but it's not dirt it's like tarmac but it's like tarmac that just goes and then stops it's kind of weird but that's where they were and he's spray painted on the ground may you never forget me and he had this music going so the police approached him with their guns drawn and demanded he put down the knife he held tightly in his hand I hope they shot him like a cheese grater like a cheese grater do you mean like making Swiss that's no, but do you mean like when Swiss cheese, they no. trample the holes like Swiss cheese? No, I mean a cheese grater, right? Yeah. Got a lot of holes in it. I guess it does. She but makes- that's not the expression. There is a cheese and shooting related expression that already exists. She want to make some cheese? I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So as the officers got closer, Brandon raised the knife and slashed his own neck wide open. Great. He also lifted <laughs> his... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't fucking... I mean, I'm glad that he did it too, but let's not laugh You can't until... survive that, to be fair. Let me just finish. Let okay. me just finish. You okay. shut up for a sec. Okay. So he slashed his own neck wide open. He mm. also lifted his phone and took a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> Look what I did, guys. <laughs> Managing to post it online with the caption, Ashes to Ashes. Oh, okay, right. Sake. So I just want to stop because I... I wrote something and then I deleted it because I was like, <laughs> I was like, do? no, because I was like, I can't make this into a joke. But then, <laughs> I knew, but then I knew that as soon as I said that he took a fucking selfie, <laughs> that Sophie was going to laugh and then I was going to laugh. I don't think there's any way no one Because like, that. it's, I it's mean, so ridiculous. I, I just want to make this abundantly clear. I'm not laughing at anything to do with Bianca and her family. I'm laughing no. at the fact that Brandon is such an edgelord, little poser yes. piece of shit. Mm-hmm. He, that's so hilarious. He's so dramatic. And it reminds me of that bit in Zoolander 2 at the beginning, you know, when Justin Bieber is, like, dying and he takes yes. that selfie and puts it on Instagram. <laughs> and he's there, like, dying, choosing the filter that he wants to use, and it's fucking hilarious. And I literally just got that vibe with him. Yeah. So he literally, like, fucking went for his own neck with this giant knife. Why didn't he do a time Stopped with it? to take a selfie, posted it on Instagram, and then lay down to die. So, at <laughs> this point... Like this? <laughs> I wish I knew, but I don't know. <laughs> at this point, the police raced towards him. They got the knife away from him. The officers called the paramedics. They have to. I know. I mean, sometimes they don't. I mean, they In could have just case... been like, oh no, we were too late. But, oh, but they actually you. did a good job and called the paramedics. Um, and despite his wounds, his life was saved. At least now he can account for himself. Yeah, but I kind of wish he just fucking died. So, Bianca was taken... No, Brandon was taken to the hospital where he remained in critical condition because he was fucked. Officers on the scene found Bianca and made the call to have someone go to Kim's house Mm. to inform her that her daughter was unfortunately deceased. Okay. However, they couldn't get there in time. What? Bianca's sister, Olivia Devins, received the horrific photo of her sister from a mutual acquaintance. And her mother said that she made, quote, the most excruciating scream. End quote. I got full chills. Yeah, same. That would be horrible. I can't even fucking imagine. No. So, officers... (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it could have been. I don't, like... I don't know if this was done maliciously, this oh, particular no, thing, not. or if it was just done as like people were freaking out and they were yeah. like, is this someone needs to okay? tell them, like, is yeah. this actually her or is it someone? I don't know. But mm-hmm. yeah, anyway, it's fucking horrific. Like, it's, all, terrible. it's just it's the terrible. worst. So officers knew what had happened, mm-hmm. but they didn't know why. Yeah. Brandon's motivations would soon become all too clear. Mm. 
Police looked through Bianca and Brandon's phones, and multiple pieces of evidence would be found on these which would become vital to the investigation. Bianca's phone revealed the existence of Alex. Police tracked him down and interviewed him. And Alex was very useful. So he was very forthcoming and he explained that the whole night, Brandon seemed to not want him there. Brandon was like, I don't want this guy around. Um, When Bianca and Brandon had started to head home, Alex showed the officers a message sent from Bianca saying, quote, I think he saw me kiss you. Oh. This haunting foreshadowing helps to show how Bianca knew that Brandon resented the relationships that she was building with others. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to keep her all to himself. Yeah. They saw the messages between the two on Bianca's phone too, which confirmed what they already knew. Mm. The officers were wondering if this could be a crime of passion. So had had Brandon seen the kiss between the girl he was obsessed with and another man had been enraged into this horrific crime... It began to look that way. It did. I mean, you might... Okay, so let's just think. You're a police officer. You've gone on the scene. There's this really pretty young girl. She's been horrifically killed. This guy's killed himself after Mm -hmm. killing her or tried to kill himself. And you look and she just recently, like, made out with some other guy and he's devastated. You'd think, crime of passion, he is, like, so overwhelmed by this and he's so mad. Yeah, flipped Yeah. I mean, that That kind of... If that's all the information you know, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. However, Mm. however, it began to look that way until Brandon's own phone was searched while he lay recovering from his significant injuries in hospital. On Brandon's phone, they found a to-do list. Oh, fuck. Oh, so he Josh Powelled it? He Josh Powelled it. What a cunt. What a cunt. What a piece of shit. So, in the... Didn't yeah. I tell you that this yeah. guy, Josh yeah. Powell, did this is Get what I was... back here yeah, yeah, yeah. and so, survive. Yeah, yeah. So I told Sophie while we were doing this, I mm-hmm. was doing some research and typing stuff up. And yeah. Sophie was like, oh, you know, tell me something about this case, but I don't want to know what it is. She was like, is it solved or unsolved? And yeah, I said, it's, it's solved. And then I said that there's an incel in it and that you fully have my permission to like mm. rip the shit out of this guy because he's a massive cunt. <laughs> And Sophie was like, cool, 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 I can do yeah. that. That's really good, I got it. And then I said that he actually does a really dumbass Josh Powell thing, and yeah. this is it, because obviously Josh Powell, if you remember from the Susan Cox Powell episode, left open a notebook in his fucking stupid bedroom mm-hmm. that was, like, making notes on building the website for his missing wife. Yeah. Where he was, one of the bullet points was, throw out more garbage theories. Yeah. For the pl- and the police it found it, and it was, like, just shit. so obvious. But, yeah, basically, mm-hmm. this idiot did the same fucking thing, except it was on his phone. Um, so, in the notes app, he'd written himself a checklist. He had multiple things that he wanted to set up to make what he thought was going to be his last night on Earth perfect. Great. So, he made notes to set up his Bluetooth speaker, okay. and he planned a last song. That's cute. It was literally called last song wow that's what he called it that's not what the song was called but that's what he called it the song that detectives this this was the song that detectives could hear when he slit his own throat it's called test drive by joji who is a japanese musician of course Ah, so some of the lyrics are quote i'm just going to read out the lyrics from this song not the whole thing but like some um what do you want babe i don't like when you taunt me you've been calling on the wrong name i said what do you want babe I'm working on my aim. I hope you do the same. You've got me afraid again. You're going to jump through hoops. Know how many lines you'll do. Won't matter when you lose everything I've done for you. End quote. 
It's frustrating because that sounds like unrelated to the case, a, a cute harmless song. Yeah, so it's it's right. a song about like a guy who's yeah. going after this girl, and he knows what she like, like what he wants. But yeah, yeah, but Come she's on. being a bit undecided, and she's yeah. not sure. But the lyrics to this are just one more nail in Brandon's insult coffin. Yeah, it's like he it's, it's really believed that he was owed feels. Bianca's affection and only mm-hmm. him. He yeah. was so much more invested in their relationship than she was. Mm-hmm. The dead end road weirdly morbidly named Poe Street as in P-O-E oh yes was also planned and it was a place that was significant between Brandon and Bianca it was a place that they'd gone before to spend time together and it was something that he valued very greatly Mm. he also made sure to bring along not only the giant knife Mm. but also rope because yeah that's always like you know not a very shady not part of a murder kit no definitely not a murder kit nope I mean, his murder kit really had, like, a Bluetooth speaker. And a checklist. And a checklist. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know how many, out. like, murder kits have, like, spray paint and Bluetooth speakers. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of... This is, like, the edgelord murder kit. It really is. So, his phone kept giving up more information on him. His phone was, like, selling him out hard. Good. He had made several searches online the day before he killed Bianca, such as, quote... How to choke someone out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, who could have done this? Who has done this? (laughs) And, 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 quote, how do you hit the carotid artery to kill someone? End quote. Why would anyone need to know that? Why would you ask Jeeves that question? Yeah. So the last thing... This didn't know who Jeeves was. So, yeah, that's true. He's too young for Jeeves. So the last thing the detectives found on his phone Mm. is actually the most horrifying of all these things. Oh, great. Um, And I'm going to tell you, so you have to know, but first I'm going to have some of this wine. Me too. Cheers to Brandon's a massive cunt and he sucks. Brandon actually took a video of the murder. After the two pulled into the... Yeah, I know. Your fucking face. (laughs) (laughs) You were like, fuck this, dude. So... After the two pulled into the dead-end road by Bianca's house, they lowered the seats and Bianca went to sleep. Mm-hmm. While Bianca was sleeping, obviously bear in mind that Brandon specifically drove them to this spot oh, yeah, so that he could do this. Yeah, so whilst the, as doing. they were driving, he totally drove there to put his stupid plan into action. Yeah, he knew and what she he was just do. thought she was going to have a nap. She had no idea. And he had this in his home. fucking... I fucking hate this guy so much. Mm. So... While Bianca was sleeping, Brandon set up his phone by clipping it to the front of the dashboard vents. He had a little clippy thing, so he mm. clip it in like a cunt. So, the prosecutor for this case... Look, I don't like this guy. Dad has one. So the, yeah, but that's not... Shut up. So, the prosecutor for this case, Sarah DeMilla, has described what happens next on the video. And this is a description from the prosecutor who fucking okay. prosecuted his nasty ass. Do you know if they played it in court? Or did they just describe I... it? I don't know actually i would assume that both sides Mm. like the prosecution and the defense have seen it because it it came into evidence so it came into evidence however it didn't there wasn't a jury trial yeah um i'll tell you about the the court case and everything um but there wasn't there wasn't like a full-on trial in, mm. in a court, so it wasn't like a lot of evidence was shown. Okay. So we'll get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is... So the prosecutor has seen it, because both sides of lawyers have to see they do, this they, shit. They yeah, share so, everything. Yeah. So, quote, what we see from... There is... Wait. Let me start again. <laughs> <laughs> there is... Look, I fucking what, read this one. Right, okay. So, quote, 
What we see from there is the beginning of the homicide, where Brandon reaches into the back. He collects from the back seat a knife, indicating that to us that that's something he came prepared with, and he hides it at the right-hand side of the car. We see that he wakes Bianca up and goes about having a conversation with her. Mm. He tells her, you know, quote, I saw you kiss him, right? End quote. And she says, yeah. And then she says, I'm sorry. And he says, well, sorry's not enough. It's just not good enough for him. And then it's then that Bianca reminded Clark that they were not exclusive. And she basically says, quote, are you ready to take me home yet? End quote. And at this point, with Brandon realising that this might be the end of the time that the two of them are going to spend together, we see him grab the knife and she does not see it coming. And then he blames her. He screams dramatically into the camera. Bianca, why did you make me do this? Like it's her fault and it's not. End quote. He only has himself to blame. He literally only has himself to blame. He, this whole thing is his fault. Yeah. But yeah. How dare he? I hate him so much. He's such a loser. He is a loser. Like him and Josh Powell mm-hmm. and that fucking guy that killed Phoebe, I mean, that didn't kill Phoebe Hanstruck. Oh, yeah, no one What's his, him. I can't remember his fucking name. Dan? No, it's not Dan. Ant. Ah, Ant. Yeah, he's a fucking he loser. Right, Um. so officers and prosecutors say that this evidence proves beyond a doubt that this was not a crime of passion. <laughs> yeah, he no, planned it perfectly he wanted Mm -hmm. everything to go a certain way even the spray painted words on the ground may you never forget me was from a manga that he and bianca liked to read called goodnight pun pun it's it's not that cute it's it's about a young man navigating the challenges of life one of these challenges is a relationship he has with a woman who does not always feel the same way he does about their relationship the story deals with suicide and brandon told his grandmother later that the manga inspired the crime he sucks by the way he does the books have been described as dark and violent, mm-hmm. like a dark version of Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. The themes of this book and the parallels to the case show how Brandon viewed he and Bianca were like these two characters, mm. like a version of Romeo and Juliet. Tragic young love, fated to die. Do you remember Brandon's Instagram handle? It's yeah. Yes Juliet. Mm-hmm. You fucking suck. He's had this in his head for He's such long. a loser. It was only two weeks after Bianca had died that Brandon Clark was taken into court and officially charged with her murder. Oh, wow. He was charged with murder in the second degree and his defence team was setting up a defence based on extreme emotional distress okay. because he's a loser. He's a loser. So Bianca's family and friends mourned their loss but the town of Utica celebrated her life. There was a beautiful candlelit vigil and the town put up pink lights everywhere Yay. because pink was Bianca's favourite colour. That's adorable. Vigil goers sang Puff the Magic Dragon. Aww. This song was very special to Bianca as her granddad sang it to her when she was a baby. Aww. And Bianca carried on this tradition with her youngest sister Maddie. Oh, that's so Unfortunately, oh my gosh. not everyone wanted to mourn Bianca in this special way. The photos that Brandon had posted online were being spread further and further than just the Discord service he originally put them on. Mm-hmm. To make matters worse, not only were they being spread for strangers to see, but malicious internet trolls were repeatedly sending them to Bianca's friends and family. 
Bianca's family tried their hardest to get the images removed from Twitter and Instagram, but every time one got taken down, more came up. Mm -hmm. It was like a horrible, disgusting hydra. Every time you chopped off one head, two more grew in its place. So a lot of people felt very strongly about Bianca's family's plight. Mm Mm-hmm. People flooded Instagram and Twitter with pictures of pink clouds and skies, cute animals, and fan-drawn pictures of Bianca with the hashtag RIP Bianca. Despite this, Bianca's family family members were still seeing the photos everywhere because people would send them directly. Olivia had to stop using social media in general because trolls would send her the photos of her dead sister, and Kim's sister, Bianca's aunt, would have Mm. to take Kim's phone to vet the messages and images that came through. It was not until February 2020 that Brandon Clark appeared in court once again. Mm. I would like to take a moment to point out that I think Brandon Clark is a fucking catfish. Oh. In the posed MySpace type selfies he put online, yeah. he makes himself out to be some kind of seeing kid skater boy, oh, but God. in his mugshot, <gasps> it's a different story. I'm going to put it on the gram, but this is what I wanted to show you. So I oh. got some pictures and I want to show you. So this is what Brandon Clark would put online. Okay, so, so like you think a, a, a little decent... awkward, cute scene kid. Yeah, then. yeah, so he okay. doesn't look ugly. No, he looks relatively hygienic. This is what well. I mean. He looks clean. I, If mm-hmm. I was like a 17-year-old and this yeah. guy here was like sending me messages, I'd be like, oh, he's kind of cute. Like, he's adorable. Yeah, okay. I would be into that with the glasses and the, the hair. Yeah, yeah, I would be into that kind of thing. Would you like to see his mugshot? Yeah. <laughs> look at that fucking shitty comb over. What is this? It's inconsistent. What is that? That's what it is. And it's like, I just love this as well. Like, you fucking should have tried harder. Do you think if you though. zoom in, you'll see the words no regrets? No regrets. But yeah, like, no. He looks so... I'm such a loser. But yeah, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> he looks way older this than 21 This is not well. the same. Yeah, he I'm looks sorry. really old and shitty. But yeah, I'm sorry. You fucking catfish. Yeah, he was, he was definitely... He was um, catfishing real hard. Catfishing, yeah, that's yeah. suspicious. Suspicious, Brandon. Yeah, yeah. Um, driver. We don't like him. Do not like him. Um, I'll put those pictures on the ground, by the way, so everyone can laugh at him. Yes. In late July 2019, he mm. originally pled not guilty to the charge of second-degree murder because he's a bitch. However, <laughs> prison guards... <laughs> he sure is. However... It wasn't me. I not do it. I just cut my throat. So, yeah. Um, however, prison guards later found a toothbrush that had been sharpened to a point in his cell. Which presumably end? to be... I assume not the one he brushed his teeth with. <laughs> um, presumably this was to be used at another suicide attempt. To avoid a first-degree charge of promoting prison contraband, he changed his plea to guilty of second-degree murder, which mm. also avoided a trial. Oh. Later, he said that his change of plea was because he didn't want Bianca's family to have to go through a trial. But like, I don't know how much I believe This that. is what I mean. Is it like, were you just trying to make this other charge go away? Stop trying to white knight now. Yeah, just like, just fuck off. Oh, I'm going to save them from that yeah, pain. Yeah, like, no, you yeah, literally... Yeah, like, fuck I'm just going to save them from that pain that I caused. Yeah. <laughs> you suck. How did this happen? You're fucking garbage. Ridiculous. So, his quote is, quote, It's never been my intention to deny my guilt. <gasps> what I did, I can't undo as much as I want to. I need to face it. I apologise to everybody affected by this. I know that sorry's not enough. I know that it won't take back what I did. I wish I had more to give. She didn't deserve what happened to her. End quote. No shit, Sherlock. She didn't deserve All what fucking happened to her. All of that is a waste of time. Just everything he says. Yeah, he... I, from literally... happened to her. Sorry isn't enough. Blah, 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 blah. 
Shut up. Just shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. Also, I haven't got it in here, but when he came out into court, one of Bianca's family members just said he looked pathetic. And I was like... That's true. Yeah. But apparently he was just like, yeah, looks this guy looks pathetic. Movie. But yeah, yeah. Like, he just looks like shit. Um, several sources also... I've never heard his voice. I couldn't find an audio of this Ooh, quote. But yeah. several sources said that during this particular trial appearance, Bianca's... Brand. I keep mixing the names up because I keep seeing BR names and mm. it's like I've been working on this for ages it's and my brain's frazzling. Um, Brandon's, shut up. So Brandon's voice was raspy. So despite yeah. it being seven months after he gouged at his own neck, Brandon was obviously still impacted by the wounds he made. Yeah. Medical experts on both sides have attested that it seems as though he really did attempt to end his own life. Ooh. He really tried. Like, yeah. he went for it. Um, okay. He was just hoping to lie down and die next to Bianca. Like, he really wanted to die. I'm glad he didn't get that satisfaction. I mean, I kind of wish he was dead so then he wasn't on this planet anymore. Yeah. Because then it would... I feel like the Earth would be a better place if he wasn't here. Yeah, but he would have been so happy to But that's what I mean. He, he would have faded that. out of life having got exactly what he wanted with yeah. his plan working. And that... I don't want him to have that. But no. I do also wish he was dead at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's a weird conundrum. Um... So, anyway, he received 25 years to life for the murder in March 2021. Okay, that's good. This was not the end of Kim Devon's ordeal, though. Oh, God. Bianca's family has filed a lawsuit in federal court because it turns out... You are going to hate this. It turns out that New York State officials gave the video that Brandon Clark took of the murder to a documentary crew. Of course they did. So... They did not have permission from Bianca's family to do this. Mm. The video was previously under very tight wraps, as it fucking should be. Yeah. And Kim herself has never even seen it, despite trying to get access to witness her daughter's last moments on Earth. Wow. So I don't know how she has the strength to want to watch that, but she does. I guess it's because it's her daughter. Mm-hmm. And if it's something that her daughter faced, she wants to face it with her. I, d- I don't yeah. know. But... If she has the right, she's the mother. Definitely. She has the right to make that choice, but she's never seen it. Mm-hmm. Well, she's never seen the whole thing. I'll get to it, but she's never seen the full thing. Yeah. Um, she filed the lawsuit against Oneida County and against the DA, Scott McNamara, who she believes are responsible for violating the last moments of her daughter. To make matters worse, it's come out that the video Brandon took actually contains footage of the pair having sex. So Was she alive? Yes. So before he woke Bianca, he set up his phone to record them. I think Mm -hmm. the prosecutor, when she described the video, she missed out this part because it's private and it's none of anyone's fucking business. So she, in the recap, Mm -hmm. did not mention this because no one needed to know and it didn't affect the trial. It didn't affect how guilty he was, but it's since come out that it actually had more in it than people thought. So before he woke Bianca, he set up his phone to record them without her knowledge. The two had sex, and then he confronted her about kissing Alex, and then everything else happened. Right. So after reminding him that they were not in any kind of exclusive relationship, he slashed at her with a knife. The DA's office also got hold of nude photos of Bianca from on her phone, which mm. will likewise share to documentary makers and news agencies. Oh it's listed God, in the awful. lawsuit that these include 48 Hours A&E and also possibly MTV. Jesus. Yeah, so some big fucking names. It's awful. I know. Chill. So because Bianca was only 17 at the time these videos and photos were taken, the lawsuit claims that distributing this counts as distributing child pornography. Not long after Bianca was killed, Mm. Her mother spoke to the assistant district attorneys Michael Nolan and Sarah D'Amelia. The two officials were assigned to prosecute Brandon, and the lawsuit against them says, quote, 
They assured Kimberly that they would do whatever it took to keep Bianca's videos and photos private. They even promised they would file a motion in court to have the videos and photos sealed so that the DA's office would not be compelled to release them despite receiving freedom of information law requests, end quote. However, this has clearly not fucking happened. No. So Kim Devins is now in the next stage of fighting for her daughter once again. So she's still fighting for Bianca. Yeah, I mean, from... It sounded very copy and paste. What do you mean? Oh, we'll do the best we can to make sure that this doesn't happen and that doesn't happen. And then it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Garbage. Like we said earlier, Kim herself has not even had the opportunity to watch the video. At Mm. first, she wanted to make sure that she was in the right emotional state of mind before she viewed it. In November 2020, she requested to view the footage, but ADA Michael Nolan told her that she couldn't watch it until after Brandon had been sentenced for some fucking reason. That's ridiculous. I know. Kim received correspondence from both CBS's 48 Hours and A&E to inform her that they had the video and new photos. Oh, God. I know. That's even worse. So, in February, Kim's attorney sent a letter to the DA McNamara officially requesting that he stop sharing the videos to the media. The following month, Kim tried to make another appointment to view the evidence, but she was denied once again. In June 2021, Kim finally received a heavily redacted version of the video. So it's not even the full thing. But after she received this, she discovered that the DA's office was still sharing the video with news outlets and outside entities. Bianca's family is suing for $150,000 for each image. Wow. Or video each time it was shared. So, by the DA's office, plus punitive damage and equitable relief. I really hope that Kim wins this lawsuit. Obviously, the money won't ever fix the pain of Bianca not being in her life anymore, but she deserves any good thing she can get after the amount of unnecessary stress that the DA's office have caused her. Mm -hmm. In a more positive news, a new law was passed at multiple stages earlier this year year inspired by Bianca and her family. So, in January 2022, it passed the State Assembly, and in June 2022, it was passed by the Senate. This law, dubbed Bianca's Law, aims to criminalise sharing personal image of crime victims. Mm. So there's also a petition on change.org for other parts of the proposed law to be passed. This works against internet companies companies and social media platforms who knowingly host and distribute these images and videos. So I've signed this petition and I'll post a link to it in the show notes so that everyone can sign it. Mm. So far it has over 150,000 signatures and obviously the more the better. So if you listen to this episode... Please mm-hmm. look at the show notes on whatever platform you're viewing it on. I'm going to post the link right there. Please sign this petition. It's really important. Definitely do it. Um, it only takes a few seconds to sign it, so mm-hmm. please do. That's literally everything that we have to talk about this week, and that's the story of Bianca Devins. Mm-hmm. I hope that Brandon Clark's incel ass rots in jail for the whole of his 25-year sentence, and I hope he has a terrible time. Mm-hmm. He's dying slowly in front of everyone. I Yeah, I hope that every day he wakes up in jail is a terrible day. It will be. I really hope so. Mm-hmm. that's it that's all i've got book closed that's done yay fuck i'm gonna finish drinking my wine Same. um thank you for listening yeah. to another to another story hope you had a good time hope you had a good time hope you enjoyed our telling of this terrible tragedy mm-hmm. um and i hope that you think brandon clark is shit just like we do yeah. Um, and if you're younger, you says your friends right now. Yeah, just can even if you're older, just fucking take yeah. a close fucking look, man. Just, just take a if step there's back. someone in your life that wants to have you in a certain capacity, mm-hmm. fucking be careful. Or they have some kind of attitude that makes you think, mm, and you hesitate. 
you shouldn't have to feel like that yeah go with your gut instinct and especially as well if you have to keep if you have to keep reminding people of the same Mm -hmm. boundaries cut that cancer out yeah just cut it out you'll be fine you'll get over the loss of friendship yeah just yeah anyway that's all we have so thank you again for listening yeah I hope that you have a lovely evening, if it's evening, or day, if it's day. Yeah. Um, And yeah, we'll see you next week. Yeah, see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.